بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وزدنا علما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد Last week we had left off by talking about by beginning the discussion regarding the ayah. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran in Surah Ahzab in the 22nd juz A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Inna Allah wa Malaikatahu yusallun ala nabi Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Last week we had discussed a little bit about this ayah. We talked about how on one hand, Allah Ta'ala honored Adam salam by making the angels prostrate to him. And then in this ayah, Allah Ta'ala honors the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. We spoke about how the honor that Allah Ta'ala bestowed upon the Prophet Muhammad wasallam far supersedes the honor that Allah Ta'ala bestowed upon anyone else, even Adam salam. Why? Because although making all the angels prostrate to him is something that's great, However, Allah Ta'ala honored the Prophet ﷺ in a way that no other Prophet can even compare to. Allah Ta'ala honored the Prophet ﷺ by doing something that he himself participates in. Allah says, Indeed, Allah and his angels send salats and blessings on the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, on the Prophet. Now, Allah Ta'ala does not prostrate to anyone. Allah Ta'ala commanded the angels to prostrate to Adam salam. Yet that's not something that Allah Ta'ala takes part in himself because Allah Ta'ala does not prostrate to anyone. Yet with this one, not only did Allah Ta'ala take part himself, but rather he began the discussion by mentioning himself. Allah Ta'ala began the discussion by saying, Indeed, Allah sends blessings on the Prophet wasallam." Now, regarding this ayah, we'll mention a few points. Then, as you can see on the screen, We'll mention some benefits of salawat. So Allah Ta'ala could have mentioned, referred to himself in any way. Allah Ta'ala could have said, Indeed, your Lord and his angels send blessings on the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu But instead of saying that, instead of saying, Indeed, the most merciful, Inna rahmana wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Indeed, the most merciful, which is another name of Allah, he sends blessings on the Prophet ﷺ. Instead, Allah Ta'ala used the word Allah. What we understand from this is that the word Allah is the greatest name of Allah. According to some scholars, it's even Ismullah al-A'zam, the greatest name of Allah, the one that when you mention it, uh, then your du'as will be accepted. So anyway, this name of Allah, being the greatest name of Allah, is the one that's mentioned in this ayah. What that makes the listener understand when we hear this ayah, when we read this ayah, is that this is no small deal. Rather, this is Allah sending blessings on the Prophet And then when we hear that, Allah Ta'ala says, That the believers are such that when the name of Allah is mentioned, then their hearts tremble. So we should begin to think that, wow, Allah Ta'ala is sending blessings on the Prophet Sallallahu Not just that, his angels too. So 
Allah, this ayah contains four things. This ayah contains two khabars in Arabic, which means that two statements in which Allah is informing us of something, two pieces of news, and then two commands. Allah says, Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Indeed, Allah and His angels send blessings on the Prophet. Oh, those who believe, you also send blessings on the Prophet and send salam on him as well. So, regarding the meanings of this, we'll go into that more next week, inshallah. But then today, what we'll do is we'll discuss a little bit about the benefits of salawat. Some scholars have put together books in which they've compiled numerous benefits of salawat. For the sake of brevity, we'll just go through maybe about five or six, just a couple of them. The first one, as you can see, is that the first and perhaps one of the greatest benefits that we get from sending salawat, sending durud to the Prophet ﷺ is that through that we gain closeness to the Prophet ﷺ. There's a hadith that's narrated by Tirmidhi, it's also in Sahih ibn Hibban, that the Prophet ﷺ said, Again, that's Indeed, those nearest to me on the Day of Judgment will be those who send the most Salat upon me. So, if we send excessive Salat to the Prophet ﷺ, then that will be a means of us getting close to the Prophet ﷺ on the Day of Judgment. Now, let's try to digest this. The Day of Judgment is a day that's going to be very scary. Allah Ta'ala says, Indeed, the earthquake of the Day of Judgment is a uh, momentous thing, is something that's terrifying. That on that day, basically, um, women who are breastfeeding will um, leave their babies. Women who are carrying babies will leave that. You'll see people to be like they're intoxicated. They're not actually intoxicated. It's just that the punishment of Allah is very severe. The punishment of Allah is very great. So just due to the fear of that, people will be very scared. Some people will be swimming in their sweat. Some people will be set aside. Allah Ta'ala says, وَمْتَازُ الْيَوْمَ أَيُّهَا الْمُجْرِمُونَ Some people will be set aside. The criminals, the people who did bad. And they'll be set aside and um, put in a, um, a, a special section for them which highlights their wrongdoing. Though all the criminals will be brought together. Now, that's a day of terror. That's a very scary day. Now, we want to be people on that day who will be in comfort. We want to be people on that day who don't have any worries whatsoever. So now, what is the way that we can secure safety on that day? What is the way that we can stop ourselves from having to worry on that day? What can we do? In this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ tells us a very easy way to save us from worry on that day. All we need to do is send excessive salat to the Prophet ﷺ. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wasallam. However we want to say it, even something as brief as sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or sallallahu ala Muhammad, whatever it is. But if we do that excessively, then on that day we'll be safe. Why? Because we'll be close to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
will be close to the Prophet ﷺ, so obviously we won't have anything to worry about. Because those with the Prophet ﷺ will have his intercession. They'll be in a very special special station. They'll be in the shade of Allah. They won't have anything to worry about. Now, أَكْثَرُهُمْ salatan. Those who deserve this, those who actually earn this, those who will be closest to the Prophet ﷺ are those who are who send the most salat, the most durud to the Prophet ﷺ. Now, who could this be? So the scholars obviously have gone into lengthy discussions regarding this. The scholars have gone to lengthy discussions regarding this, because everybody wants to know who are, which group is going to be that special group that's the closest to the Prophet ﷺ. So now, what many scholars say, scholars of Hadith, not surprisingly, they say that this refers to none other than the muhaddithin, the scholars of Hadith. So as you can see, who deserves a special status? Many scholars say it is the muhaddithin. Why? Muhaddithin are people that deal with the ahadith of the Prophet ﷺ, his statements, his teachings, all day. So every time they come across the name of the Prophet ﷺ, which is hundreds of times a day, they say sallallahu alayhi wasallam. They say, who else will say more salat, who will say more salat, more durud than the muhaddithin, than the scholars of hadith? In fact, a great scholar of hadith, Sufyan al-Thawri, he said that لَوْ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِصَاحِبِ الْحَدِيثِ فَائِدَةً إِلَّا الصَّلَاةَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ لَكَفَاهُ That if the scholar of hadith, a person who is engaged with hadith, if he got no benefit from his study of hadith, from his, his engagement with hadith, other than just merely the fact that he got to say salat and durud a lot of times, that would be more than enough of a benefit for him. Even if he didn't learn anything, even if he didn't get anything else. Obviously, a person will gain much more than that. But if the only thing he got was simply the opportunity to say sallallahu alayhi wasallam many, many times a day, then that would have been enough for him. Because what could be better than being close to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the Day of Judgment, the day that's so scary, the day that people seem to be intoxicated, even though they're not. So then, um, now, the question that might arise in our minds, though, is that, well, I'm not a muhaddith, I'm not a scholar of hadith, what about me? Well, if you think about it, a scholar of hadith will come across the name of the Prophet ﷺ maybe several hundred times a day, maybe a thousand times a day, and they'll say, ﷺ, every time they come across it. Well, even if we're not fortunate enough to be engaged with hadith all day, can we still match that number of durud, that number of salawat that the muhaddithin do? Yeah, it's very possible. We can very easily do that. So what do we need to do? We just need to set a goal that we can think that, okay, well, if the scholars of hadith are saying that they're the ones that end up doing the most salawat, then we can try to match that. Maybe we estimate that maybe a muhadith will come across 500 hadith a day, maybe 1,000 hadith a day. So it's very easy to match that number. Now, one more question that arises from this is that those who will be nearest to me on the Day of Judgment will be those who send the most salat on me, the most durud upon me. Now, or those who are most excessive in their durud, when they, they're most ex- the most excessive in their salawat. Now the question is, what is excessive actually mean? It seems like it's something very subjective. Scholars have offered different opinions. Hafid ibn Hajar al-Haythimi says that excessive, so you can say that somebody is doing something excessively. Somebody is sending salawat excessively when they become known for it. 
if somebody is not known for it, somebody maybe just does 100 in the morning, it's not really something of mention. But let's say we know somebody is always doing salawat. And we see him after every salat, he sings for every uh, prayer. He sits for a long period of time doing salawat on the Prophet We say, wow, this guy does a lot of salawat. So once a person becomes known for it, that means that it's very likely that they will fall under the ambit of this hadith. We ask Allah Ta'ala make all of us from those people. Next one. The next great benefit that we get from salawat. The first one was that we'll get, inshallah, gain closeness to the Prophet ﷺ on the Day of Judgment. The second one now. We gain the, hopefully, may Allah grant us that, the intercession of the Prophet ﷺ. There is a hadith in which the Prophet ﷺ said, مَنْ قَالَ اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَى مُحَمَّدْ وَأَنزِلْهُ الْمَقْعَدَ الْمُقَرَّبَ عِنْدَكَ وَجَبَتْ لَهُ شَفَاعَتِي The Prophet ﷺ said that whoever says, O oh Allah, send blessings on the Prophet ﷺ, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa anzilhu al-maq'ad al-muqarrab 'indaka yawm al-qiyamah and grant him a station near you on the day of judgment he will gain my intercession so whoever says the following will gain my intercession let's all say it together Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa anzilhu al-maq'ad al-muqarrab 'indaka wa anzilhu al-maq'ad al-muqarrab 'indaka yawm al-qiyamah then the Prophet ﷺ says that whoever says this will be, will gain my intercession. So we ask that Allah Ta'ala grant all of us the intercession of the Prophet ﷺ. We know that our deeds might not be so good. Maybe we feel that we haven't done enough to earn ourselves Jannah. Maybe we feel that we haven't, we're a little bit maybe shy about some of the things we don't know how we'll answer before Allah Ta'ala. Well, if somebody comes to us and says that, don't worry, I got your back. I'll speak on your behalf then don't you think it'll make us so much easier uh, it'll make things so much easier for us if somebody is maybe has to go before a judge or something and a lawyer says don't worry i got your back i'll speak for you then obviously it's a huge sigh of relief for that person it's a huge feeling of relief for that person somebody um maybe has is applying for a job but he says that they'll probably never accept me maybe, maybe they'll never even look at my resume and somebody else says don't worry i'm working at that place i'll speak on your behalf I'll put in a good word for you then we feel so much relief why because intercession just makes things so much easier now imagine this that day of judgment which is going to be so scary and then imagine if the prophet says don't worry I'll, I'll speak on your behalf I'll intercede for you won't it make it so much easier for us so this is something another great benefit of salawat, a benefit of salawat. we gain the intercession of the prophet may Allah grant all of us that the next thing that if we do salawat, um, by the way, the last hadith um, is narrated by Imam Tabarani. So the hadith about Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa anzilhu al-maqad al-muqarrab indak yom al-qiyamah. Oh Allah, send blessings on the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and give him a station near you on the judgment. That's narrated by Imam Tabarani. Okay. Uh, now the third benefit, it will be zakat for the one sending it. Now we might hear this and we'll be like, huh, zakat? Zakat is something that we give with our money. Now, what does this mean? Abu Hurairah anhu reported that the Prophet said, Sallu alayya, inna salata alayya zakatun lakum. That send salat upon me. For indeed, salat upon me is zakat for you. This hadith is narrated by Musannif ibn Abi Shayba. Now, this might be confusing for us because we think that zakat, what does zakat mean? 
Zakat is what you give from your money. It's a charity that we give every year. Well, let's look at the literal meaning. Zakat literally has a few meanings. One of them is tahara, which means purity. Another meaning of zakat is nama, which means growth. Another meaning of zakat is barakah, which means blessings. So the Prophet ﷺ said that if you send salat upon me, durud, then that will be zakat for you. That doesn't mean that we don't have to pay our zakat anymore. This is a different type of zakat. So now zakat is something that purifies your wealth. We know that if we don't give our zakat, then our wealth will not be considered to be pure. Zakat purifies our wealth. So what is the comparison over here? What it means is that if we send salawat, then that purifies our soul. Just like giving zakat purifies our wealth, sending salawat purifies our soul. So what does that mean? All of us want a pure soul. Um, Ibrahim salam said, as Allah Ta'ala recounts in the Qur'an, إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ That um, the one who comes to Allah with a pure heart, they'll be the ones that achieve safety and achieve uh, great benefit on the Day of Judgment. Now, how can we come to Allah with a pure heart? We have to remove all diseases from our heart. Maybe it be it pride or jealousy or anger or things like that, malice. And now, how can we do that? There's many ways, but one sure and easy way is to send excessive salat on the Prophet We might think that, what does that have to do with anything? How will sending excessive salawat on the Prophet remove pride from my heart? How will that remove jealousy or anger or things like that from my heart? Well, this is a conduit for so much barakah from Allah Ta'ala that by saying this, Allah will send barakah down on us and through that barakah, we hope that Allah Ta'ala will inshallah remove all of those things from our heart. The second meaning of zakat is nama, which means growth. In other words, that if a person sends salawat on the Prophet ﷺ, it will grow a person's soul. And it will grow a person's station with Allah Ta'ala. In other words, it will give the person a higher station with Allah Ta'ala. The third thing is that it is a means of barakah. It is a means of blessing. So, just like the Prophet ﷺ said that Sallu alayya fa'inna salat alayya zakatun lakum Send salat upon me For indeed salat upon me is zakat for you um, The Prophet ﷺ compared Sending durud, sending salawat to zakat And zakat does all of these things for us So now in other words What it says is that first What a person needs to do is Takhliya They'll need to remove all bad qualities All bad things from their heart So that's the first thing Purity the second thing, after you, move, after you remove all bad things from your heart, then you need to beautify your heart. So, for example, if you are, I don't know, you want to get dressed up to go somewhere, first you wash your clothes, and then after that, then you maybe put ither on it. So after taqliya comes tahliya. You beautify your soul internally. So then that's the second part of it. And then after that, then after you do that, then Allah Ta'ala will give you kamal. Allah Ta'ala will give you completeness. So just by merely reciting salawat, we get all these benefits. Allah Ta'ala purifies our heart. It'll be zakat for us. What does that mean? Allah Ta'ala will purify our hearts. Allah Ta'ala will grow our souls. And Allah Ta'ala will grant us barakah. We ask that Allah grant all of us that. Now, the fourth benefit. Salawat counts as charity. There's a hadith that's narrated by Sahih ibn Hibban. And Abi Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu anhu an Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal. أيما رجل مسلم لم يكن عنده صدقة ف 
فليقل في دعائه اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات فإنها زكاة Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrates that the Prophet said, If there is a Muslim who does not have money to give in charity, let him say in his dua, O Allah, send blessings on Muhammad, your slave and messenger, and send blessings on the believing men and women. This will count as charity for him. So this is a time where things are a bit difficult. The unemployment rate in the U.S. is, I think from what I've heard, higher than it's ever been, or very, very high, at least in recent history. So now this is something that we might maybe not have so much to give in charity. We might feel that um, things are a little bit difficult. Well, if we don't have anything to give in charity, the Prophet said in this hadith, it's in Sahih ibn Hibban, which is a collection of authentic hadith, that if you don't have anything to give in charity, then say salawat. That will count for you as charity. The next benefit. It will remove worries. It will remove worries. Now, this is a time in which all of us have many worries. We're all worried about being sick. We're worried about what will happen if we die. Um, we have a lot of worries. So what should we do if we have all of these worries? Well, we just need to recite excessive salawat on the Prophet Not to negate anything else. Not to negate getting professional help. But this is something that will definitely help us. The hadith, there's a hadith that's narrated by Imam Tirmidhi. On... عن الطفيل ابن أبي بن كعب عن أبيه. So Ubay bin Kaab رضي الله عنه says, قال أبي قلت يا رسول الله إني أكثر الصلاة عليك فكم أجعل لك من صلاتي؟ فقال ما شدت؟ قلت قال قلت الربع؟ قال ما شدت؟ فإن زدت فهو خير لك. قلت النصف؟ قال ما شدت؟ فإن زدت فهو خير لك. قال قلت فالثلثين؟ قال ما شدت؟ فإن زدت فهو خير لك. قلت أجعل لك الصلاة كلها قال إذن تكفى همك ويغفر تكفى همك ويغفر ويغفر لك ذنبك. وبيبن كعب said to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that O oh Messenger of Allah, I like to send salawat upon you excessively, but how much should I do? He said that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم responded by saying however much you want. وبيبن كعب رضي الله عنه said that well should I make one fourth of my daily du'a salawat for you the prophet said if you want that's that's okay that's good if you do more however it is better for you Ubay bin Ka'b said well how about half of my daily portion of dua how about I make half of it salawat for you I reserve half of it for you and the rest the other half I reserve for myself the prophet said if you want that's good but if you do more it's better for you Ubay bin Ka'b said well how about two thirds maybe I can make two-thirds of my dua salawat for you. The Prophet said, if you want, that's good. However, if you do more, it's better for you. So the Prophet responded the same way every time Ubay bin Ka'b presented a certain amount. Ubay bin Ka'b said, I will make all of my dua for you. In other words, I'll say salawat upon you the whole time. The Prophet said, if you do that, then Allah will remove your worries and Allah will forgive your sins. So the key point over here of course, forgiveness of sins is something great. But the key point in here, over here, that I want to highlight is tukfahamuk. Allah Ta'ala will remove all of your worries. And now, how greatly in need are we of this? So, sending excessive salawat, another benefit of it is that it will remove worries. The last and final one that we have for today, 
عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من صلى علي واحدة صلى الله عليه عشرا that whoever sends Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu narrated that whoever sends one blessing upon me Allah will send ten blessings on him so the last and final benefit that we're discussing today is that we will hopefully gain the blessings and mercy of Allah Ta'ala now this is something that's amazing that we send blessing on the Prophet and we send salawat we just do it one time Allah Ta'ala in turn will do that ten times for us so now we see that we're actually not it's what could be a greater return than this you send one salat on the Prophet you just say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wa sallam whatever it is you just say it once Allah Ta'ala will in turn send 10 blessings upon us and now what does it mean for Allah Ta'ala to send salat upon us sallallahu alayhi ashran it can mean many things it can mean that Allah Ta'ala will exalt our status it means Allah will send special mercy upon us it means that Allah Ta'ala will grant us perhaps what we need. Allah Ta'ala will make things easy for us. So the salah of Allah Ta'ala, the main, uh, the main uh, meaning of it is mercy. But it can mean many other things as well. So by sending one salat on the Prophet Wasallam, Allah Ta'ala will send ten uh, pieces of mercy upon us. Now if we think about it, the Prophet Wasallam is essentially the reason why we have anything that we have today. That we're Muslim now where did that come from it came from the Prophet where did Islam come from the Prophet was the one that brought it to us now if he hadn't brought that to us then what would he have been doing today the thing that defines our life the thing that gives meaning to our lives the things that the thing that motivates us is our deen and now where did that come from that came from the Prophet now somebody might ask what's the point of us reading salawat when Allah already said Allah sends salat on the Prophet the angels do it so we think well what's the need for us to do it the Prophet already has such a high status Allah is already doing it the angels are already doing it so now what's the need for us to do it well in reality we're not benefiting the Prophet as much as we're benefiting ourselves we merely say it once and then Allah Ta'ala showers us with blessings and now if we think about it we know one very very firmly embedded concept in our deen is to um, show gratitude now the Prophet Sallallahu he came to this world he left this world now how are we to show, to show gratitude to our greatest benefactor the least thing that we can do is ask that Allah Ta'ala send Salat on him by sending Salat on the Prophet Sallallahu what we're doing is we're showing at least some small degree of gratitude to the Prophet we're manifesting our love for him and we hope that it's through these things that Allah Ta'ala will actually give us love in our heart for the Prophet Allah Ta'ala will exalt our status it's a win-win situation why in doing this we're gaining love for the Prophet we're showing our love for the Prophet Allah Ta'ala is sending blessings upon us Allah Ta'ala is sending mercy upon us Allah Ta'ala is hopefully giving us the intercession of the Prophet Allah Ta'ala is giving us the station near the Prophet Allah Ta'ala is purifying our souls Allah Ta'ala is exalting our status so many blessings that we gain just from merely reciting salawat on the Prophet we ask that Allah Ta'ala grant us all of these blessings just to conclude regarding the ayah that we mentioned in the beginning so the way if we know um, if you know a little bit of Arabic it'll help with this if not then it's no big deal but Allah Ta'ala says 
That Allah and the angels, verily Allah, indeed Allah and the angels, send blessings, yusalluna, send salat on the Prophet Now the verb that's used over here in Arabic, it's the present tense, it's called mudari'ah. This has something that the scholars of Arabic call tajaddud, which means that this has a recurring meaning, which means that as soon as it happens once, it happens again, then it happens again. It has a meaning of tajaddud, in other words, recurrence. So that's what we get from the verb yusallun, the fi'l. At the beginning of the ayah though, Allah Ta'ala says, Inna Allah wa nabi." That indeed Allah and the angels send blessings on the Prophet This in Arabic is called the jumla ismiyah. In other words, this is called a nominal sentence. It's a sentence that begins with not a verb but with a noun or something that's close to it. So what this has the meaning of is istimrar in dawam. In other words, it has a meaning of something always happening. So Allah Ta'ala is saying that He is always sending blessings on the Prophet And not only is it happen, happening um, continuously, but it's happening constantly as well. It's happening, happening recurringly as well. Every time one finishes, another one happens. And then another one happens. And then another one happens. And then it just continues constantly because it has this dawam and ismirah. It has this constance to it. So now if we think that Allah Ta'ala is always doing it, and now the salat of Allah, how can our little salat, our little invocation for blessings, compare at all to the Prophet ﷺ, compare at all to Allah Ta'ala? How can it be worthy of the Prophet ﷺ? But if we keep this in mind, that Allah Ta'ala is constantly doing this, the angels are constantly doing this, unabated, then we think that, whoa, first of all, our salat is like basically what does it mean compared to the salat of Allah what does it mean our durud what does it mean compared to the durud of the angels and not only are they doing it which itself is very powerful but they're doing it constantly now for us to just do it just a little bit maybe just once or once in a while is that really sufficient the fact that Allah Ta'ala says that he is constantly doing it and it's happening recur happening recurringly it should behoove it would behoove us to understand that this is something that we should also try to constantly do. If we can't constantly do it, at least do it excessively. And we hope that if we do it excessively, Allah Ta'ala will fill in all the gaps. And we hope that Allah Ta'ala will um, grant us the amazing blessing that, that we talked about today of gaining closeness to the Prophet Sallallahu the Day of Judgment. Um, so we, I wanted to conclude with that. May, we ask that Allah Ta'ala grant all of us the blessings of this. We ask that Allah Ta'ala make all of us people who send excessive salawat on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Right now we will continue with our weekly salat session, our weekly session of salawat. We ask that everybody continue to listen and uh, we will continue with that. Jazakumullah khairan.
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Salamun ala ibadihi alladhin astafa Salamun ala al-mursaleen Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad wa anzinhu al-maqa'da al-muqarraba indak Allahumma rabba hadhihi al-da'wati al-qa'imati wa al-salati al-nafi'ah salli ala muhammadin wa arda'anni ridan la tasqatu ba'dahu abadab Allahumma salli ala muhammadin abdika wa rasoonik wa salli ala al-mu'minin wal-mu'minat wal-muslimin wal-muslimat Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad wa barik ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad warham muhammadan wa ala muhammadin kama sallayta wa barakta wa rahimta ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim رحيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وأزواجه وذريته كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد 
محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد النبي وأزواجه أمهات المؤمنين وذريته وأهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم تحنن على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما تحننت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم سلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما سلمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك وسلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد ارحم محمد وآل محمد كما صليت وباركت وترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد
اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد صلاة تكون لك رضا وله جزاء ولحقه أداء وأعطه الوسيلة والفضيلة والمقام المحمود الذي وعدته وجزه عنا ما هو أهله وجزه أفضل ما جازيت نبيا عن قومه ورسولا عن أمته وصل على جميع إخوانه من النبيين والصالحين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى أهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل علينا معهم اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى أهل بيته كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك علينا معهم صلوات الله وصلوات المؤمنين على محمد النبي الأمي اللهم اجعل صلواتك ورحمتك وبركاتك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما جعلتها على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وصلى الله على النبي الأمي التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات لله الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله سلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته سلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله 
التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أسأل الله الجنة وأعوذ بالله من النار التحيات لله الزاكيات لله الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله خير الأسماء التحيات الطيبات الصلوات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وأن الساعة آتية لا ريب فيها السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اللهم اغفر لي واهدني التحيات الطيبات والصلوات والملك لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله التحيات لله والصلوات لله الزاكيات لله السلام على النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين شهدت أن لا إله إلا الله شهدت أن محمد رسول الله التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن محمدا عبده ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات لله الصلوات الطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله بسم الله والسلام على رسول الله 
اللهم صل على روح محمد في الأرواح وصل على جسد محمد في الأجساد وصل على قبر محمد في القبور اللهم صل على محمد حتى لا يبقى من صلواتك شيء وبارك على محمد حتى لا يبقى من بركاتك شيء وسلم على محمد حتى لا يبقى من سلامك شيء اللهم صل على محمد ملء الدنيا وملء الآخرة وبارك على محمد ملء الدنيا وملء الآخرة وارحم محمدا ملء الدنيا وملء الآخرة وسلم على محمد ملء الدنيا وملء الآخرة اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد السابق للخلق نوره والرحمة للعالمين ظهوره عدد من مضى من خلقك ومن بقي ومن سعد منهم ومن شقي صلاة تستغرق العد وتحيط بالحد صلاة لا غاية لها ولا انتهاء ولا أمد لها ولا انقضاء صلاة دائمة بدوامك وعلى آله وصحبه كذلك والحمد لله على ذلك اللهم تقبل شفاعة محمد الكبرى وارفع درجته العليا وأعطه سؤله في الآخرة والأولى كما آتيت إبراهيم وموسى اللهم صل على محمد عدد من صلى عليه وصل على محمد بعدد من لم يصل عليه وصل على محمد كما أمرت أن يصلى عليه وصل على محمد كما يحب أن يصلى عليه وصل على محمد كما تنبغي الصلاة عليه اللهم إني أسألك يا الله يا رحمن يا رحيم يا جار المستجيرين يا أمان الخائفين يا عماد من لا عماد له يا سند من لا سند له يا ذخر من لا ذخر له يا حرز الضعفاء يا كنز الفقار يا عظيم الرجاب يا منقذ الهلكاء يا منجي الغرقاء يا محسن يا مجمل يا منعم يا مفضل يا عزيز يا جبار يا منير أنت الذي سجد لك سواد الليل وضوء النهار وشعاء الشمس وخفيق الشجر ودوي الماء ونور القمر يا الله أنت الله لا شريك لك أسألك أن تصلي على محمد عبدك ورسولك وعلى آل محمد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وعلى آل محمد وأصحابه وأولاده وأهل بيته وذريته ومحبيه وأتباعه وأشياعه وعلينا معهم أجمعين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم صل على محمد صلاة تنجينا بها من جميع الأهوال والآفات وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك أعلى الدرجات وتبلغنا بها أقصى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات إنك على كل شيء قدير لبيك اللهم ربي وسعديك 
صلوات الله البر الرحيم والملائكة المقربين والنبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وما سبح لك من شيء يا رب العالمين على محمد بن عبد الله خاتم النبيين وسيد المرسلين وإمام المتقين ورسول رب العالمين الشاهد البشير الداعي إليك بإذنك السراج المنير وعليه السلام بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم اقسم لنا من خشيتك ما تحول به بيننا وبين معاصيك ومن طاعتك ما تبلغنا به جنتك ومن اليقين ما تهون به علينا مصائب الدنيا ومتعنا اللهم بأسماعنا وأبصارنا وقواتنا أبدا ما أبقيتنا وجعله الوارث منا وجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصنا على من عادانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر همنا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر همنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا إلى النار مصيرنا ولا تسلط علينا من لا يرحمنا اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم الأموات اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم ثبتنا عند الموت بلا إله إلا الله وجعلنا من الذين آبنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل مواليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك اللهم من جميع الذنوب والخطايا ونتوب إليك يا الله يا أرحم الراحمين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا الله we ask you يا الله we ask you on the night of Friday يا الله we ask you with the blessing of the salawat that we have sent upon the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ya Allah we ask you to forgive us for all of our sins Ya Allah Ya Allah give us the tawfiq to continue to have a continuity in our istighfar Ya Allah allow us to continuously seek istighfar Ya Allah Ya Allah we are sinful creatures Ya Allah Ya Allah we are sinful Ya Allah Ya Allah but you said that you love those that turn back to you Ya Allah you love those that seek your repentance seek your forgiveness Ya Allah Ya Allah, we hear on this night, Ya Allah, with our hands raised and our eyes closed, an open heart and tears flowing through our cheeks, Ya Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, with sincerity, Ya Allah, we ask you with our head lowered that please forgive us for all of our sins, Ya Allah. 
Ya Allah, we have incurred anything that have come to us, Ya Allah, but we ask you to forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, we ask you to show mercy upon us, Ya Allah, to shower your mercy and your barakah upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there are several people in our community, Ya Allah, all around the world, all around the nation, Ya Allah, there are people suffering, Ya Allah, that have requested for du'as because of their condition, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, because of their condition, Ya Allah, we ask you to please cure them of their all their conditions, their ailments, any of their diseases, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, their du'as are coming in, Abdul Jabbar Khan, Ya Allah, Khalid, Uncle Farooq, Uncle Faisal, Uncle, and all of those that are sick. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, please cure them of any of their diseases. Ya Allah, please cure all of the Muslims around the world. Ya Allah, of any of their diseases, all that is being afflicted in, in today's day and age, Ya Allah, we ask you to give them such a shifa, such a shifa that after they are cured, Ya Allah, they are, they are more healthy than they were coming into the disease. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we ask you to give us afiyah in our health, in our well-being, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, allow us to continuously to seek and make dua from you, Ya Allah, to only ask from you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in these moments we are in isolation, Ya Allah. In these moments we are in our homes, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but it is in the, it is in the depths of isolation that so much has happened, Ya Allah. It was it was in this very isolation that you have sent down the kalam, Ya Allah. That you have sent down the Quran to the Prophet Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, it was in this very isolation that Yunus Alayhi Salam raises raise his hands and made dua ya allah and said la ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu minal zalimin ya allah it was in this very isolation that maryam alayhi salam made dua to you ya allah it was in this very isolation that countless have see it made dua to you ya allah ya allah it is in these isolations that many have come back to you and have become awliya ya allah your friends ya allah Ya Allah, while we are stuck in isolation, Ya Allah, please allow this to be an opportunity for us to come closer to you, Ya Allah. Please allow this to become an opportunity to become your awliya, your friends, Ya Allah. Allow us to become your servants, your true servants. And Ya Allah, please give us the love of the Prophet of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam inside of our hearts. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, allow us to reach Ramadan, Ya Allah. Allow us to reach Allahumma Balighna Ramadan, Ya Allah. As the days count down towards Ramadan, Ya Allah. Please allow us to be those that are fortunate enough to witness Ramadan, Ya Allah. For those that are fortunate enough to witness Ramadan, to read Quran in Ramadan, to those that are able to do so, to fast in Ramadan, Ya Allah. For those that are able to stand up in the nights in Ramadan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, allow this Ramadan to be a means of us getting closer to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, allow us to discover all that Islam has, Ya Allah. Allow us to come closer to you, become muttaqi, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, allow us to become sincere towards you and allow this Ramadan to be a 180 degree turn from our lives ya allah ya allah we ask you to give us all that is good ya allah we ask you that whatever permissible desires that we have ya allah to please fulfill them ya allah and ya allah, allah um, we ask from everything that the prophet of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam would ask for and we seek refuge from everything that he sought refuge from ya allah Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad ubarik wa sallim subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaneen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen birahmatika ya rahman rahimin